Welcome everybody to Till Death Do We Play, a podcast where marriage and video games are the perfect union. My name is Andy, and as always, I'm joined by my wife, Allie. There's a car going by. Yeah, always with the cars. We can't afford a nice studio. But hi! Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. We took another little break. Um, I don't know. I, I don't even know what happened. Just life just life, life happened, you know? But I we're, kept sleeping. And, well, yeah, and I had to wake you up and be like, we got stuff to do. And I yeah. just got addicted to TikTok, so... But, yeah, um, you really did. Hey, You're doing well, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a we got a loaded episode for you guys. New, new talking about Cyberpunk, the Game Awards, all the announcements, the winners, giving our hot takes on everything going on. So we we got a <laughs> yeah. And I found out in our hiatus, I found out Ali could do the puppet shark. Yeah, really well. Yeah. Um. So we we have we have so much stuff to talk about. So let's just jump right in. So. Game Awards, the Game Awards, hosted by none other than Jeff Keighley. Um, who? Yeah, you. St- I know who Jeff Keighley is, but um, he's basically this prominent voice in the the video game industry. Who? Why? Well, he he was actually on like Tech TV and G Four back in the day. He kind of. Do you know what the things I'm talking about? Do you under? You're such a Gen Zer, Allie. <laughs> Wait, isn't Gen Z like I don't know, the I year two thousand and up? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, um, he was he was really big back in the day, but now he's kind of shifted towards doing the game awards once a year, and, and that's kind of it. But he's he's kind of earned that status. Um, things were different with COVID this year, so they did like a remote game awards, and I think my overall opinion of the game awards was it was so boring. We we turned it off, and we were like, we're just gonna read up who won because it was like it was boring they used the same fake audience sound over and over again everything was done through zoom and it's kind of like i know that you you're doing the best with what you got but like maybe you should have just not tried to tried to do a full award show this year you know i don't know um yeah so i i, I really couldn't sit through this year but i i enjoyed reading up on all, all the things that were announced and the winners and stuff so um what i mean how did you feel? I mean, we kind of came to the same conclusion. We were watching it together. I think I got to the part where they announced that the Muppet Chef is now going to be an overcooked, and I was like, "Yeah, I think I'm done." Um, yeah, that that they tried passing that as a joke. They had the Swedish Chef uh, speak gibberish for about a minute and a half while Jeff Keeley just sat there and tried talking to him. And I was like, "This is this is what the gamers want, right?" Yep. I did discover that. Our dog Luca absolutely hates that mother. Oh yeah, <laughs> she was freaking out. Um, she hates him. One one other point in the show where I was kind of like, "This is just a joke." Was um, like they always have these tie-in things with companies. Like it's so there's so many ads and sponsored awards and and shout-outs to sponsorships to pay for the pay for the show, obviously. But like. I think it was with Samsung or AT&T or something. There was like some kind of AR thing you could submit. And the host who is like an, a reporter for IGN, she was like, let's check in on your AR creations. And the camera didn't shift away from her. And she just stared at the camera for about three seconds. Then she was like, keep up the great work. And it just cut away. <laughs> and I was like, this, this is just such a joke this year. Now, to be fair, she was just doing her job. She probably had no say in what was going on. 
Yeah, that's true. But like still, it was it was a little weird, hard to watch. But yeah, we out of it, we got a couple cool announcements. So we're going to go down the list. Um, full disclosure, we are the list has been provided by IGN. Not provided. We we went to IGN and got the list. And of the games that were announced and the winners, we are using Variety.com. They have a nice write-up of all the winners. Thanks, Variety. Thanks, Variety. Thanks for your partnership with our podcast. Don't say that. They <laughs> might be able to sue us. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's kick it off. So early on in the show, um, we got our Smash Bros. reveal right, right out of the bat. We're getting Sephiroth, which is, I don't like you always kind of feel like you're like, oh, it's going to be this guy or this guy. Like, I thought they were going to announce Dante or someone. And apparently everyone on the Internet wants Sora for Smash Bros. And I just don't think that's smart. I don't know. I think it's stupid. But Sephiroth really took me by surprise. Um, yeah, I know you're not a big big into Smash, and I've been playing it a lot less lately. But it's pretty cool that they're expanding the the different properties that they have already with Cloud being in there. I mean, I can't complain. Yeah. I mean, uh, Sephiroth is definitely a very interesting character to all of a sudden see taking part <clears> in this, but I'm not sure how much his reach is going to affect the other yeah. uh, characters because, I don't know, it looks like he could just be halfway across the map and you'll still get stabbed. Yeah, and that that's one thing about like character reveals is they show all of the things that they could do and they kind of just appear OP. So um, I'm not sure what to expect, but he does have a gigantic sword. And I can't believe Nintendo signed off on that image of the silhouette of him stabbing <laughs> Mario through the he basically like stabs Mario through the um, what are those things called? Overalls. Overalls. Yeah. yeah. So Mario is hanging, but it's all like silhouetted out. So it just looks like he's stabbing Mario. It's crazy. But, Call um, back to Aerith. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that that was uh, right off the bat, so that was pretty cool. Um, honestly, if they kept that till the end, I probably would have hung around and watched the Game Awards just to see the announcement. But I don't uh, think so, because there was no absolute showing that it, they were going to give anything Smash-related. No, yeah, it was. It was announced on Twitter that a new, a new fighter... Oh, it was? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you me mentioned with Sora and everything. I, I don't really keep <laughs> up with Twitter. I've gotten better in the last few days because of reasons, but... Yeah, I was yeah. I was very bad. Well, that's all right. Um, moving on, Devolver Digital announced a new game called Loop Hero. It looks a little weird. Um, it's kind of like you're on this set track of of like a, a different like levels or like they kind of look puzzle esque. It kind of looks like a dungeon crawling game, but you don't really have control of where you're going. But you have to like place cards down that change things. It seems like strategy heavy, and then it goes into like turn based combat. Devolver makes awesome games. Like the the most recent game I played from them was Carry On. Um, and I believe they also made The Messenger. And those were two fantastic games. But this seems a little more out of my wheelhouse. I'm not sure if I'm going to be checking this game out. Is it Carry On or Carrion? Because I've been saying Carrion because I thought that was meat stuff. I've been saying Carry On. I, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think I'm correct. Okay, Carrion. Discuss in the comments. Shadow of the, <laughs> the Colossus. Anyways. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was it's just uh, I mean, it looks interesting, but nothing too too crazy. Um 
I like the art style. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little eight bit type thing, like a little retro, which which a lot of their games are have that vibe. Um, yeah, uh, the, another game that was announced is like this open world island adventure game, kind of. It's called Tichia, which I'm pronouncing it Tichia because of T'Challa, the Black Panther. You actually pronounce the T, so I'm calling. I it- actually like when I first looked at it. I also thought it was. T- Tichaya, and then at the very end, the older woman in a different language is like saying it. I think she says Tahaya. Tahaya. Wow. So I actually don't know how you're supposed to pronounce <laughs> it because I also thought another character said Tichaya or Tichia. Yeah. Um, it's this like colorful, it looks like a straight up platformer, but like a 3D platformer, but also in the trailer, it had some like action adventure type thing like fighting monsters and then all of a sudden you're a coconut and that's what i was gonna say you're a rolling coconut apparently the kids could like morph into things it was very shocking to see i don't know it looks like a cute game um the uh that's hops the what'd you say the one girl has hops oh yeah um the way the villagers have their own language it reminded me of the last guardian how they have that like just like crazy language that was just made up i bet that's an actual language and you just insulted people (laughs) sorry i I didn't i don't know it sounds like Uh, moving on you know it looks like a cool game yeah um white is showing (laughs) i i don't believe i don't believe it has a, a release date or platforms or anything right now it was just yeah, the announcement yet. trailer yeah um sea of solitude which is a game that just completely went off my radar was announced for nintendo switch um it looks really cool it looks like a 3d like puzzle game or kind of like a like a slower paced pl- puzzle platformer um the world looks really interesting like the art style kind of looks like limbo like characters are just silhouettes of themselves well, this it, game's already come out yeah yeah i i said it, it was like compl- i didn't even know about this game and then they're like it's coming to switch oh wait no no it says switch exclusively yeah a director's director's cut, cut. okay okay yeah yeah it's just how you were wording it it sounded like uh you didn't know the game had already been released i think it's even on to me it could have like, game pass i don't know is it really that's crazy i don't know i don't yeah. probably not to be no. honest now yeah. that i'm thinking about it but um yeah i mean it was, it was a, a game looking. a game was released recently on game pass that had c in it but i don't think that was it no um, that was call, like a call underwater of the thing call yeah of the sea, yeah um yeah i guess if solitude is about uh, uh mental uh illness or i could coping. see it i could see it like the way that the trailer was going it's like the way that um people were forming in the world like i don't know it's kind of seemed like it had that vibe yeah. Yeah. Um. It has like full voice support and things like that, and like really nice fleshed out cutscenes. It was it was weird though because some parts looked like, like I said, kind of like a three D limbo. But then the characters who have full color and skin stuff look straight like anime. So I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see more on it. I might even see what platforms the regular version is is out on. Xbox. Is it really? Nice. I think also PlayStation 4. Oh, okay. Well, good. I'm ha- I'm happy I learned of a, a new game. <laughs> um, let's see. What else do we have here? 
Uh, we got some gameplay trailers for Near Replicant, which I'm not. I've, I've never never played the Near series. I played Drakengard way back in the day, and I know that Near like branched off of Drakengard. Um, they look super fun though. You played a little bit of Near Automata, right? Yeah. Um, it's it's an interesting game, but I think it's a little too uh. Trying to think of the correct word, because for some reason, Metro keeps popping into mind, but that's not at all the word that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I think there's too much to it for me. Like, even the versions, like Nier, Replicant, version point one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine, And it's like, gimmick. what does that mean? <laughs> I, yeah, that's but just like a eye grabber. People, well, no, people discovered that it was actually supposed to be like there is two additional i don't know like outfits two more characters four more like there's actually a reason for each number (laughs) and that's a little too in depth that people are expecting like a player like me to look into it like from even when i was playing it i was just like i don't really know what's going on i just like hitting things with my sword yeah i think it was definitely made for like existing fans of the series who i think either existing fans or people who really like deep lore diving yeah and then looking up everything they can in regards to the game and it just didn't really grip me enough to do that Mm -hmm. yeah it's not a bad game though i still would probably recommend it for people to play i want to know why all those robots are in scantily clad clothing why they got to be dressed like that Allie? I want to know why they were having a robot orgy in one section. It was really weird. Yeah. You just, you end up in this large circle and it's all these robots just like performing random sexual acts towards each other. And I was like, what the heck? Robots shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, it was weird. I think it was supposed to be like they wanted babies or something. I don't know. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Yeah, uh, I think it was like a PS2 game. Um, but I, I could be wrong. It could definitely have been a PS3 game, but, uh, it looks updated fresh. It looks like near automata. So, I mean, at least they did the graphics, right? You know, is it automata or automata? I, I say automata, but I've definitely heard people say automata. (laughs) Automatopia. Near automatopia. I wonder Um, if I say automata because of my name your old name yeah not, well i guess also my old name but also like alexandra it's uh, not alexandra it's alexandra yeah i don't know language is weird <laughs> um let's see what else we got the next game century age of ashes so i didn't pay too much attention to this when it was on the tv when we were watching it but i looked i just rewatched the trailer for it and it looks really cool so dragons yeah it's like a dragon shooter you're like flying dragons around and um it it reminds me of the panzer dragoon games but like those were on rail shooters with dragons and these seem like you have so much more control um different attacks and things like that um is is uh sorry go on well i was just gonna say like we've we're kind of flying through these one being that we have a lot of stuff that we're gonna try to cover in this episode and two, these are all kind of like teasers. So there's really not a ton of stuff to go off of. And we want to try to cover as much as we can. So that's that's why I was just going to say. Yeah. But what were you going to uh, say? Do you remember 
back when like the PS3 was still showing off their controls where it was like, oh, move your controller this way and your character will go that way and this, that, the other thing. And one of them was a, a dragon game. Uh, I don't remember that specifically. Um, I'm trying to remember like what it was called because it was like, I think it was an earlier near release day game because it had those flight controls and they were sucky. Are you thinking of for the Xbox One, the uh, that dragon, that one dragon game, Crimson, Crimson Dragon? Let me see. I'm hacking. Hmm. Uh, no, it wasn't this one. Here, wait, give me a second here. Lair. It was called Lair. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, and it, I got it for PS3, and the dragon looked super cool, but the game was bad butts. Mm-hmm. Super bad. I remember hearing it, the same. Yeah. The controls were so clunky and horrible, and I think that's one reason why everybody stopped using motion control, because they were like, man, if we can't even make dragon games cool with it, what? <laughs> what? What hope do we have? I, I think that was a launch title for the PS3. September 4th, 2007. Oh, then it wasn't. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Good on them for trying to go with a gimmick, but never go for a gimmick. It seems like Sony is just not letting go of that, like, six axis and touch and stuff. It seems like with the PS5, they're doing some really cool things with it, but... Yeah, I just never really... I was never interested in those. I think we even talked about when we were talking about um, The Last of Us, like strumming on the guitar and stuff. I mean, it was cool. Mm -hmm. It was cool for a little bit, but like, I wouldn't, you know. I would hate for it to be a main game feature. Exactly, yeah. Um, So this was probably one of the most annoying reveal trailers for me, just because of how long it went on. And that was for, they're, they're bringing back Perfect Dark which was a N64 game, and then they had Perfect Dark Zero for the Xbox 360. Now the initiative is bringing the game back for Xbox. But I hated this trailer because it was like a minute straight of just first-person drone footage going through all of like this like city and stuff. And I was like, okay, we get it. Like, get to the point, you know? And I don't know, mm -hmm. maybe like people who are super into this franchise picked up on stuff, but like, I I don't know. It, it was something that annoyed me that had no reason to annoy me. It just, for some reason, it just got on my nerves that they were just dragging it out so long. Well, I think at one point I even asked you, like, what is this? Hoping that you knew what it was because I, I wasn't getting it. Literally, it went on so long, I thought it was a drone flying game. I was like, are they just making, like, a drone game where you, like, infiltrate stuff as a drone? And then it just, right at the end of it, it showed this big scape and Joanna Dark walked up to it and... Then it was like perfect dark. That's it. That's it. So, I don't know. <laughs> I think I had like a five second pause after and I was like, oh, okay. That's okay, cool. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it'll be on Game Pass. It's it's so funny seeing these games that you're like, oh, hey, we own this. You know, mm -hmm. God, I would just love a deal with Microsoft. We we talk up Game Pass so much. We like. Well, remember, they said that they can't afford that because they focus on making big blockbuster games. What? Who? Sony? Sony, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't mention Sony there, right? I just said Microsoft. No, you said Sony. Why can't you do something like Microsoft's Game Pass? And I said, well, they already explained that they won't do anything like Game Pass. 
I didn't say that. I said, I, I said, why can't Microsoft give us a deal? Because <laughs> we talk so much about Game Pass. Oh, ignore <laughs> me. Cut yeah. that all out. Yeah, me very confusing. Um, <laughs> I am pretty excited about this next one. Um, I completely forgot that this was announced, and it's back for blood. So um, the creators of Left 4 Dead are making a successor to it, and it's a four-person zombie you know co-op game um they actually showed uh, the release date gameplay trailer and they announced an alpha closed alpha that you could sign up for and the gameplay was like pretty cool just to see just because i was such a big fan of left for dead back in the day but it um it kind of just seemed like left for dead updated with today's standards and i mean that's that's really for people who are fans of Left 4 Dead, that's you don't really need much more than that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be comparing this to a different game that was shown later on, uh, but it just seems you're like run of the mill. But it, it it's gonna be really really fun to go back to that and and get a group of friends together. I liked the colors. Yeah, <laughs> the colors and the sounds <laughs> made it nice. Um, I I didn't have a whole lot of people to play multiplayer with uh, for. Left for Dead, mm-hmm. but when I was able to play it, I enjoyed it. But I yeah. never got to really have that full fun experience that other people did. Yeah, I was always with Left for Dead One. When Left for Dead Two came out, um, my group kind of dispersed with like co-op games and stuff. Yeah. Um, the, there's also they announced like they showed off like colossal enemies, which look like like twenty foot zombies, which I'm not sure how they are going to work in the world, but, um, they showed gameplay. Turn into one. I don't know. In um, in left for dead, it's kind of random, um, with like witches and tanks and boomers and stuff. And I should say that they, it seems like they have equivalents to all of the special infected in those games. Like we saw tanks and, uh, it looked like there was something that like screeched at you like a witch. And there was definitely hunters. Um, so it's just, I, I'm really happy that they're, they're, bringing this back in a sense since we can't get a third game of any type for from valve but that's all right um yeah i'd want to be a big zombie i'm not sure if you could play as the zombie i don't know i mean if i myself was in this world and i got zombified i would want to be a big zombie what do i have to do to achieve this oh yeah like how does that happen i don't know yeah like i know for the spitter you had to be a hillbilly hick woman. Really? Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I mean, have you seen their models? I guess in order to be a witch, you just had to, I don't know, have crippling depression, which is basically every woman at this point. Um. I couldn't be a jockey. <laughs> they were all the ones that like, did they like ride boomers or something or would they jump on top of you? They would ride you. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I can't be a tank because I'm not beefy, but I think I could be a hunter because I think they just wear hoodies. <laughs> that's and the, I wear hoodies a lot. That's the requirement for being a hunter. You had to be turned to a zombie while you're wearing a hoodie. They have long tongues. Is that what they're... Th- no, they had long nails. Yeah, they would jump on you. They would pounce you and scratch you and stuff. They were yeah, the I can do ones. that. Yeah? Yeah, I have long nails. You do have oh, long nails. but I have asthma. I can't be quick. <laughs> I'm not quick on my feet. That's all right. Lungs don't matter anymore when you're a zombie. True. That is actually, you know, that's actually a very fair point. 
Um, let's move on. Uh, a little bit more was showed about this game. It looks pretty cool now. Um, Hood, Outlaws and Legends. So I was really iffy on this game when it got it got announced. I think at the Xbox um, showcase this summer that was in place of E3. And I was like, I don't really know what. It kind of looks like an Assassin's Creed type thing. And seeing the gameplay trailer, like, it totally does still look like that. And they kind of even introduced some aspects that make it look like For Honor. Like, there's... I'm still not sure what the core part of the game is. Because it's obviously going to be heavy on co-op. That's what this new trailer uh, emphasized. Was, like, getting friends together and doing heists and things. And... But then it also looked like there was like PvP combat. And when they showed that, it looked a lot like For Honor, which I was never, I didn't, I, I couldn't get into the For Honor like combat and stuff. I know there's a huge community for it. Um, but yeah, I'm really, it looks like really, really clean. And it's reminding me of Valhalla, which I'm just in love with and I'm, I'm still just glued to. Um, so I'm excited to see more of that type of like medieval, like, not Valhalla is more like Vikings and stuff, but you know, I'm still into the whole medieval type world, you know? I don't care about it because it's still a multiplayer game. I don't know if it's going to be like if you need to play multiplayer. I mean, it looks like it was described as a multi medieval multiplayer game, but I'm not sure. That's if, eh, But that know. means, but you know what? Like if it's something is described as that, even if it has a single player, it's probably not going to be as supported as it could be. Like, yeah, so with... I've, I've never had a good experience with a game where it was described as a multiplayer game. Yeah, like um, like Marvel's Avengers. They built that with, with the hopes. Yeah, they built that with the hopes of it being a great multiplayer game. And it had a fun story, but if the, they wanted multiplayer to support it and it just couldn't, you know, so I... I really wish that they went back and just not went back, but just while developing it, I wish they just focused solely on a sing a great single player game. So but yeah, here's the immediate reason for why I don't like multiplayer games. At least, well, I have two main reasons. The one I don't like playing with other people most of the time because <laughs> if it's story related, then all of a sudden you have to wait until the other person is ready to continue it, or else then they come back and they're all mad. And you have to go through story that you already went through, da da da. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is it becomes basically a cash grab because as soon as it's multiplayer based, you get shoved with all of these different skins, all of these different weapons, probably different character models and things. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, give us money, give us money, show off how cool your stuff looks to your friends. And that's where they, like, they. <laughs> That's where game developers seem to then be forced to spend most of their time is, well, okay, how many skins can we make? Mm -hmm. And I get bored. Yeah, yeah. It's very easy to cross the line into where your game is just a cash grab, like more than something that's sustainable that people want to come back to. And um, that's what really ruins a lot of games for me. It ruined, yeah. uh, uh, oh my God, words, uh, Overwatch. It ruined Destiny. Destiny 2 ruined... Well, Skyrim is an MMO, but I'm still going to stand by it. Uh, battle... battle. Uh, Wait, Skyrim's not an MMO. Do you mean Elder Scrolls not Online? Not Skyrim, yeah. Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> Fallout 76. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what's that one? It was Battlefield. Star Wars Battlefield or is it Battlefront? Battlefront, Battlefront too. Yeah. Oh, Battlefront 2 I think got better, but Battlefront... Well, it got better because they were having like legal action threatened against them. (laughs) It's like it's pretty bad when it's just like, yeah, we're going to make the game literally unplayable. Oh, we could get sued for this. Never mind. Now you can actually have fun with the game. That's what also ruined Anthem, where it was like, oh, there's a bug and it's making it to where the game is actually fun. And then they fixed it. And then there you go. The (laughs) game wasn't fun for anyone anymore. Jesus. What do you could you explain that bug to me i didn't even hear about that so there was a bug in anthem where it was making it to where uh monsters enemies bosses were dropping uh items more frequently like items that people wanted and it was making people revisit anthem because all of a sudden they had a reason to play you felt like you were grinding towards something and you were actually being rewarded so then after the bug was discovered they like fixed it very soon after and the game became immediately unfun again wow it's like the game was trying to fix itself by breaking itself it's like people aren't playing me yeah like developers are like can't have that it was kind of like how at one point i got really into neverwinter the online D &D game Mm -hmm. because i guess they were getting ready to come out with the next expansion and in order to do that they had it to where for two weeks exp was uh, dropping like at twice the rate as it normally would mm-hmm. and i was having so much fun and then as soon as the new expansion expand yeah oh my goodness words as soon as the new expansion hit it stopped and i hated it because it felt like i wasn't getting anywhere mm. man guys there's a lot more to your games than just Andy's here to tell you about all the fun in the game. I'm here to tell you about how much I don't like them. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's roll on. I don't know. Should we like nitpick this the rest of this list? Because we have so much to talk about. There's a uh, lot more. Here, wait. Let's see. So there is a new game that is a free-to-play action shooter named Scavengers that on the night of the game awards uh it actually opened up to a closed beta that you were able to sign up for i mm-hmm. think you might still be able to sign up for it uh it looks cute but i don't think it's really going to leave a big splash yeah it Not looks like that negative nancy but warframe or rogue company it just looks like another one of those those type games it, it doesn't look very flushed out kind of like uh it's just a game to put out a game yeah um Callisto Protocol was announced. That's a that one I look ex- I'm excited for. Yeah, it's from the creator of Dead Space. Um, it was really just a quick little teaser, showing it, it looks like it takes place in space again. It's some kind of space prison was shown off. Um, you 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 thought you were looking at like a main character, but then all of a sudden they're just dead by by this crazy monster. Um, yeah, that that's all they kind of showed on that. Uh, excited to see more. I'm pretty positive Callisto. Yeah, it's it's a uh, which moon is it for? Oh my goodness. Beats me, I don't know. Jupiter. Well, it's the second largest moon of Jupiter. Oh, of course, of course. Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> so, Warhammer 40K um Dark Tide got gameplay and this was the game I was talking about earlier that I was going to compare back for Blood 2 because this is another four-player co-op shooter. 
but it looks a lot more fleshed out. Like you could very clearly tell that there's um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like like special like specialties or you know like why can't I think of that word? I don't know. It's like what like someone's looking for? like someone's a sniper or someone's a tank or some specialty. Like, I mean that's what I said, but I guess I'll just stick with that. <laughs> Like I'm not really. Uh, yeah, it's just their specialty. Yeah, yeah. Um, class. Cl- yeah, class, class. There's different classes. Um, yeah, and it looks looks a little more interesting. Like maybe the hordes of zombies that they showed off aren't going to be as big as Back for Blood, but it definitely looked like a more polished game. Um, it looks like there's still going to be some kind of like humor to it. Not not necessarily humor, but personality. Um, it seems like each character that they showed off could have a great backstory. And I know that Warhammer is another series that is huge on lore with all their books and, and other tie-ins and stuff. Um, I feel like so. they have multiple dimensions, like multiverses. Is that the case? Maybe. Cause like Warhammer, there's like space Marines and then there was like Vermintide, which I think was like a more medieval thing. And this, this has like, it looks like the, um, wolfenstein soldiers are in it with those like red laser eyes and stuff so i have no idea and now they're zombies so yeah neat yeah next game open roads it, it it's mother a, and daughter road trip yeah it, it uh, oh my god that's it it's story a narrative driven experience and it seems like there's there's going to be a story around it and stuff but there was no About gameplay Grandma. revealed yeah, there was no gameplay revealed, so you don't know if the game is just going to be taking place in a car, like three-fourths home that we talk about quite a bit on the podcast, but yeah, um, not If excited. it says narrative-driven, it pretty much means it's probably going to be a point-and-click similar, not, not so much a point-and-click, but kind of like in Tell Me Why, yeah. where you could just walk around and just click on something and something happens, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting out of this. Carrie Russell is a an actress who so they they threw her name on there i don't know who caitlin dever is but um disco elysium final cut it's a free upgraded version of the game everyone who owns the game which is you ally right you have that game um will be upgraded for free it'll have new voiceovers and new quests a voiceover for every line of the game and new quests i didn't Um, get far in that game i kind of feel a little bad that i didn't but it, I guess it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Dragon Age 4 got a new teaser and you were heated about that. Okay. So I'm not heated. <laughs> um, But there was the whole reveal where Bioware has this whole thing where it does or it believes in this quote, quote, Bioware magic, which I think is just the people get so absolutely stressed out because of the lack of direction that they just try their absolute hardest to make something work. And somehow at least for a little while there, it was AKA terrible management. Mm -hmm. So new look at dragon age four. It's a new sneak peek. The game's been in development for what? Four, two, two to four years, something like that. This trailer showed us nothing. It had, we already knew I was just going to say it had to have been at least four years because Andromeda got released like four years ago now. Well, now to be fair, though, Anthem then came out because everybody had to drop drop ship and go to Anthem, which was also a huge cluster. But 
everything that was shown in Dragon Age 4, we already knew. We already knew uh, who the main villain was going to be. We already knew it was going to be taking in a new part of the world. The only thing that I guess we kind of figured out is Varric the Dwarf is back again. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't like him in Dragon Age 2. I didn't care for him in Dragon Age 3. And now I have to put up with him again in Dragon Age 4, apparently. God dang, Varric. It's like he's not a bad character. It's just I look at him and I'm like, okay, cool. I don't, you don't interest me as a person. Mm -hmm. You have a crossbow that you're obsessed with. Cool. But basically it seems like it's still aimless. They're still trying to find the Bioware magic so they can actually get started on the game. Oh, God. You imagine if so they're just putting out by these, that. You imagine if they're just putting out these cinematics and they're just like panicking like, what do we do with this well, game? What, we don't have a game That's what yet. they did with Anthem. Yeah. That's exactly what they did with Anthem. And that is the most furiating part about this because it actually made me angry. Because everything that they're doing seems like a step and repeat from Anthem. But this is like an IP that they've already had going on that already has people that like basically worship the uh, franchise. So they'll probably get a bit of a pass again. But it looks like there's no goal yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm mad. Godspeed, Bioware. <laughs> Hopefully you come up with something good. You're making me angry. Yeah. Um, well, there's Allie's hot take. We, we promised you guys hot takes, and boy, did we deliver. Well, it's going to be interesting because I'm going to have a very different view in one of the later on announcements. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, then let's move on. Um, Crimson Desert was revealed and i did look this up it is from the same people who made black desert but this is a single player action and adventure game i believe it's a single player um huh. open world action adventure game um this game looks beautiful uh it does actually yeah it looks really good but i'm not sure how like there's definitely parts in the trailer where it showed like the world crumbling and a lot of stuff going on the screen and i could see it being like a buggy type experience or maybe like demanding on your computer i remember when black desert was first announced years and years and years ago and people were like the character customization it looks gorgeous all this stuff like it was a very demanding game and then obviously as time went on it's you know more accessible um but it looks really impressive one of the things like it looked like a run-of-the-mill type of rpg adventure game um but then it started showing like the the enemies and there's like this gigantic like deer minotaur thing that you're like on top of fighting and you're flying a dragon that's like huge in scale like above the entire world and if they're able to do that seamless seamlessly it it's going to be a really impressive game um it's set to launch in 2021 so um it's weird we're in we're in like a weird period of time where you see the 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 date 2021 and it could either be soon or later like it could still be close to a year away or it could be in march you know so obviously i doubt this game is coming out in march some games that were announced or shown off at the game awards are coming in like march and february but i have a feeling a lot of people are being very hesitant about their release dates because of the whole quarantines and yeah limited capacities and happen. such yeah mm-hmm um, Overcooked 2, we talked about that joke of a bit on the Game Awards. He's getting the Swedish chef. Okay, that's great. Uh, that's great. 
Um, there's this indie game called Seasons or Season that is coming to the PS5. It looks interesting, but it, it looks like another, um, you know, like a thought-provoking journey casual. in a, a indie game. Yeah. Um, it's definitely going to be a casual, relaxing experience. It seems like you're you're playing as someone who is investigating a bunch of uh, towns where the population has disappeared. Um, and as far as I know, it is uh, exclusive to the PS5. So, huh. so yeah, yeah, the visuals looked really, really nice. Um, I won't lie, like it, the visuals did look very nice, but also like the mom and dad, mom and dad, mom and daughter road trip i would probably not pay 50 dollars for it which oh I think god is no. the current release what? point for indie games on ps5 are you kidding me that high well i mean think about it right now most of the indie games were released at like 39.99 when they first came out well you gotta up them prices now that we got the ps5 i think that mom and daughter game is gonna be 20 and if it if it doesn't release at twenty, it's gonna drop to twenty fast. I don't see people five dollars. It'll be released at <laughs> at least thirty five. Wow! Oh, I'm gonna make boy. a bet right here and now on the podcast. Okay, all right. I say twenty. You say thirty five. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll hold you to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Black Ops Warzone. They're shifting their their maps. I haven't played Call of Duty in such a long time. Um, this is in. Uh, this is like their answer to Cold War coming out. They're shifting the the map in Warzone to be more uh, in line with that world. It's called Rebirth Island. From what I've seen, I haven't played it yet. Um, I think it's out right now. I think season one is going on. Um, it looks like a lot like a smaller map, you know. Uh, I haven't even played Cold War, so I'm not really familiar. Like, it was really cool playing Warzone because you could basically run through all of the multiplayer maps in when they were like interconnected and stuff so um arc yeah. two <laughs> exactly arc aka two, vin diesel the game this was such a joke of a trailer oh my god the animations yeah it was like absolute trash they were so <laughs> stiff so that fight scene that they had it was like he couldn't move his arms it was like he was like his whole body was shifting while he was throwing a punch. It just looked so, I don't know. It looked like a punch that I would have delivered, AKA <laughs> not very hard, not Vin Diesel punch, you know, it was, um, Oh my God. I couldn't get over it. It it was so janky. Yeah, it's like, what is going on in this world? You have, I mean, I guess at the end of it, you, it made sense that it was arc because we were like, okay, so they're from like a tribe and there's dinosaurs, but then now there's crazy creatures and now there's, oh, there's technology and stuff like what's going on. And it's like, it's arc, it's arc, baby. Um, and then they announced the animated series. Yeah, it's crazy that it's getting so much support. I guess arc, I knew arc was a big game, but like, I didn't know that it was worth exploring that, that deep. Hey, more power to them. They want to create a franchise. My experience with Ark is just seeing like a naked caveman on a beach with like a stone <laughs> and like that's Same. it. Same. That's as far as I got. I yeah. kept on trying to kill dodo birds and then I ran out of dodo birds. So I didn't know what I was supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fall Guys announced season three, uh, new new modes and stuff, new, new trailer or a new trailer with some winter themed stuff and i don't know fall guys i think 
honestly, I think it was just a flavor of the week. Um, I didn't even know there was a season two. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I don't know. Um, I my experience with that game was was pretty much a hacker was winning every round that I was playing. So I just got really bored with it really fast. I put 35 minutes into it on August 29th. (laughs) Well, it's getting new content. I mean, I'm happy for it, but yeah, yeah, I had no clue. (laughs) Um, Holy crap. There were so many things that got announced just scrolling through this. Well, we could skip this next one because it's absolutely going to fail. Outriders. It's a Square Enix co-op shooter set in a desperate sci-fi universe. It it looks like um you're it's it's also from Square Enix, just like Avengers. And I mean people could fly, like Square Enix didn't crystal dynamics, but this is people could fly. People are trying to do what Destiny did with these three three player co-op shooters, and this one just seems so run of the mill, and I I don't even want to waste time talking about it. There's like we just made I'm a I'm not bet. gonna lie. Hmm, <laughs> huh? What? No, go on. I was just going to say, we just made a bet about the price of that one game. I'll hands down make a bet that this game is going to fail. Nobody's going to care about Outriders. Yeah. I mean, we've seen what happened with uh, the Avengers game. Yeah. Everybody was a little hyped, and then it immediately tanked, like, after the first, God, what, three days? Yeah. Um, And for this one, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's a good move on their part. If they're trying to go for what Destiny is currently doing they're about five years too late yeah um i'm gonna put a little bit of a a speed speed in uh, into this because take over (laughs) because we're about almost 48 minutes in and there's a lot more to go evil dead the game has been announced you can watch the movie on netflix it's funny if not a little raunchy have fun with it uh ghost and goblins resurrection it's a really difficult game (laughs) <laughs> I'm excited about this. I'm going to get it day one. I would very much like it if, uh, you know, uh, Andy and a friend of ours could do uh, retro games so you can see uh, how difficult games back then were. Personally, if I was the age that I am right now, back then, I wouldn't be a gamer. They'd all be too hard for me. <laughs> uh, Returnal. Stupid name. Interesting looking gameplay, but very stupid name. Very fast be- combat with lots of shooting. It looks pretty fun. It's a time loop game, kind of like, oh, you do a thing, you die, you come back, you do another thing, you die, blah, blah, blah. Similar to Hades, I guess, Um, but the art style, the graphics, um, everything else except for that uh, time loopiness is different. Uh, Super Meat Boy Forever. It's Meat Boy. You kind of know what to expect. There's probably going to be a lot of blood everywhere. I just want to say one second about Meat Boy because I love Meat Boy. Um, I'm happy seeing that this game got shifted when Super Meat Boy was announced. It was an, or Super Meat Boy Forever was announced. It was announced as a mobile game and throughout its development, it turned into a full fledged sequel. So I'm actually excited. And they have her, uh, Meat Boy and Bandage Girl have a cute little baby in it. And I'm very excited to play it. Probably not going to play it on Epic Game Store. I'll probably wait for it to come out on other consoles, but yeah. <laughs> Oddworld Soulstorm. It's I mean, it's Oddworld. It's it's Abe. I've never you know? played an Oddworld game, but this the world that they've you shown need to in play this, Stranger's Wrath. It's yeah. so much fun. Um, the world that they show off in these games looks stunning, and I'm 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 really impressed that Oddworld is a series that's gotten so much support, and they're still able to make new games. The moral of basically all all of Oddworld's games is capitalism is bad. Moving on, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Elder Scrolls is having another 
expansion. It's Gates of Oblivion. Basically Oblivion. Uh, new trailer from Monster Hunter Rise. I want to name the puppy Luca. Mm. Obvious reasons. I will say, though, that it's this game is coming to Switch, and it looks a lot closer to Monster Hunter World, so I'm happy to see that on Switch. Looks super fun. Um, yeah, graphics look super clean. A lot better than Monster Hunter Generations, which was on Switch, would look, which looked more like a Wii U title. Um, yeah, 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 that's it. I don't think it'll do as well as Monster Hunter World, though. No, especially since it's Switch only. Mm-hmm. Among Us is getting a new map. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, Scarlet Nexus still looks like a Ruby knockoff from Rooster Teeth. We don't need to discuss that anymore. Yeah. First look. Okay, so... Ah, Mass Effect. Okay, we can end on this one. This is a bigger one. And this is all you. <laughs> so, fun fact about me. For all the crap that I just said about Bioware, I absolutely love Mass Effect. I have the collector's editions. I have statues and I never got statues for anything. I have all the books and I've actually read them. My obsession knows no limit. I am so ungodly, incredibly hyped for this Mass Effect <laughs> ga- game simply because it's not Ryder. And it showed my one of my favorite characters, Liara. So automatically, I will love it. And that sounds really bad, considering all the crap I gave Dragon Age and for Varric, because I also know there's a lot of people that don't like Liara. But I absolutely, I saw that, absolutely immediately fell in love. And I'm really hoping that the hype that I have towards it is not like misplaced i have a feeling it might be because of the trend that bioware has been doing Mm -hmm. but i am just so excited to see liara and potentially seeing shepherd i mean it it wouldn't make sense to see shepherd but i am so uncontrollably excited like when i saw this i almost woke up andy because i was just sitting there getting ready for work and i like saw that there was a mass effect announcement and i was like oh my god okay full disclaimer ali still (laughs) ali still goes to a place for work and i work from home so yeah i sleep in a little bit i wake up i wake up a little before nine all right so she woke me up (laughs) okay so those were the announcements i'm gonna roll into the uh actual winners of the game and this will be much shorter because what i think i'll do is i'll just go through the the uh, the last of us part two well, yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, it won a lot. But um, I'm just going to go through some of the bigger uh, things. Now I feel like we're rushing, but like, let's take a breath. Let's take a breath. We got a good 20 minutes left. All right. You want to know something that's actually ironic? Actually, what? no, here, I'll, t- I'll say it later. Okay. So I'm skipping a lot of like the esports stuff because we don't, we haven't really followed esports this year. Let's start with multiplayer games. Among Us won. Doesn't really make sense. Among Us came out in 2018, 2019 um it, it beat animal crossing Warzone, fall guys and valorant valorant i don't think should be on there valorant didn't make a big impact um honestly i think Warzone probably should have won it was a huge game this year um, i really liked among us for what it was but i do agree with you i think i actually brought that up like why like we, we were having a conversation about it in the car when i was waiting for burger king <laughs> <laughs> It, these thoughts randomly come to my mind at various intervals. If you ever ask Andy, he would probably tell you that I'm a very random person with my thought processes. You're random and quirky. 
<laughs> quirky is just a fun way of saying too much. <laughs> but I was sitting there thinking about Among Us, and I know this year, pretty much right after Fall Guys came out, it basically took all of Fall Guys' thunder, and everybody loved it. But I think it came out in 2018, so it 100% does not belong in the Game Awards for 2020. There's games that that came out in November. I mean, look at Cyberpunk. It wasn't announced for anything, and I doubt it'll be announced next year because it it wasn't it's not going to be a 2021 game there was games like that that happened in the past that didn't get any kind of love because they were just released at different times well so i think it's... the cutoff is november 15th for games oh to really? get into the game awards i think i oh. think oh well i'm not yeah uh but yeah among us doesn't belong on there yeah um yeah that's basically my bottom line uh there should have been a different choice sorry among us but yeah you're still fun. Maybe, maybe your next game. I mean, yeah, you're very fun. Um, sports and racing. Tony Hawk won. It was up against garbage. FIFA um, 21, which was basically proven to just be a, a copy and paste of FIFA 20. Like, yeah. Okay. So, Andy, is it pronounced FIFA or FIFA? FIFA. But I'm from northeastern <laughs> Pennsylvania, so it's FIFA. <laughs> Fever. <laughs> um, Simmons strategy game. Microsoft Flight Simulator ended up winning uh, it was up against crusader kings 3 desperados 3 gears tactics and XCOM chimera squad i've only ever heard of gears tactic just tactics i didn't even know they made a new XCOM game this year oh, the more um, you know yeah i mean flight simulator was gorgeous i couldn't get into it uh too 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 much simulating for me but <laughs> um, too, too stimulating too too simulating too much simulation I agree. Like when flight games have just like a press this button to launch, then I can enjoy them. But if it's like you have to press all these buttons, make sure you're going at this set speed so you can maintain this type of altitude, it gets too much for me. Yeah, I thought I was going to get super into it and I was wrong. Yep. You even got a flight stick for it. I did and I sold it for someone who wanted to play squadrons. So I'm happy I helped someone. I Um, think that person probably made the right call and you should have gotten squadron. I should have. Yeah. Anyways um family game animal crossing one it was up against banjo or banjo crash bandicoot 4 fall guys mario kart live minecraft dungeons and paper mario i feel like that is well deserved animal crossing was a fantastic game i can agree yeah um fighting game mortal kombat 11 ultimate so take a take a note among us mortal kombat 11 definitely came out last year march 2019 March 2019, yeah. So Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate is a 2020 title. And look at that. That's a that's, that's a some crap. <laughs> yeah. Street Fighter 5 Champion Edition. The One Punch Man game it was up against. That's weird. I didn't even know that was released. Yeah. Um, that game looks really funny. Because the way that you win is you wait until Saitama could get there so he could just punch them once. But- <laughs> yeah. Um, RPGs. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What? Fighting game. Yep. You forgot the last two. Undernight in Birth and Undernight in Birth XE Late CL-R. What the heck is that? Even? Oh, it looks like a Blaze Blue type thing, like anime fighting. Blaze and... Blue. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Mortal Kombat. What are you going to do, man? Um, RPGs. Final Fantasy VII Remake ended up winning against Genshin Impact, which I'm kind of shocked about that because 
I feel like Genshin Impact made more of a impact. Oh. Okay. On gaming this year. <laughs> I mean, it was this huge, expansive, free-to-play RPG that didn't weigh you down with microtransactions or anything. But hey, Final Fantasy VII was a long time in the in the making. I don't think Persona 5 Royal should have been on this listing. Like, kind of like with Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, it's basically like add-ons of a game that has already come out previously. It's like I don't think cut, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you should have games that are just like uh remastered versions or like director's cut or mm-hmm. whatever the heck Royal is supposed to mean. <laughs> um yeah, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3 and Yakuza Like a Dragon, which I've heard was very good. I heard that too. But not enough to uh snub out Final Fantasy. Fun fact with Yakuza, uh, apparently pretty much all of the games except for I think three are going to be coming on to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Xbox is super supportive of that series. That's cool. Action Adventure, Last of Us Part 2. It was up against Valhalla, Ghosts of Tsushima, Marvel's Spo- uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, and, Wisp, and Jedi Fallen Order. I'm actually I'll curious. take this next one, fam. I think you're getting a little tongue twisted. I am. Well, that was really long titles in that one. Hold on. <laughs> I just want to see. Because Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order came out November 15th of 2019. So they did include that. So maybe we will actually see some cyberpunk next year. I could see it. So. Yeah, you take it from here, Allie. I'm taking a break. <laughs> Action game. The winner is Hades, which I think is well-deserved. They are an indie... Well, it was created by an indie uh, developer. Uh, it was going up against Doom Eternal, Half-Life Alex, Neo 2, and Streets of Rage 4. I think that's, that's well-deserved. I think so. Yeah, the game looks super cool. Innovation in Accessibility was won by The Last of Us Part 2. This is one of the awards that I actually feel it deserves. When it comes down to it, it had a whole lot of accessibility options that I don't think other games had ever remotely even thought of doing. I was was impressed because it comes up right when you start the game. It has you set everything and it gives you so many different options. Yeah, I think... That one, when it comes down to it, it was going up against Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Grounded, Hyperdot, and Watch Dogs Legion. I don't know what accessibility options Watch Dogs Legion has, but Grounded just made it to where you could change Spider into a bunch of little shapes. I'm sure it did a little more than that. (laughs) Uh, What can you do? Yeah. Valhalla, I I noticed that Valhalla took a lot of, like didn't take notes but i I noticed some similarities to that so i'm happy that there was more accessibility in that though yeah they definitely took some notes i still think when it comes to the full innovation of it though the last of us part two does deserve it they did a really phenomenal job in that regard oh yeah vr slash ar the winner with no real surprise there was half-life alex up against dreams marvel's iron man vr star wars squadrons and the walking den saints the walking dead saints and sinners it's a half-life game of course it won and i see andy will not argue with me on this point i just sneezed i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) I, I, i muted my mic so i could sneeze yeah, Half-Life, great. Half-Life, continue. <laughs> <laughs> K- 
Community support is Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout. It went up against Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, and Valorant. Freaking Fortnite. God dang, that game came out in 2015 or something. Like, okay, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Mobile game winner was Among Us, up against Call of Duty Mobile, Genshin Impact, Legends of Runeterra, and Pokemon Cafe Mix. Pokemon Cafe Mix is a... Uh, a mark on the name of Pokemon. That game is a joke. It's disgusting. It should not even be considered. That's my. Well, dang. I played it for about five minutes on on Switch, and I was like, "This game is nope." I installed <laughs> it. Debut indie game winner is Phasmophobia. It was up against Carrion, Mortal Shell, Raji, and An- an a- Ancient Epic and Roki. Personally, now that I'm no longer absolutely terrified of Phasmophobia, I'm enjoying it more. I think it's worth it. I played some more of it. It was fun. Phasmophobia definitely made the the biggest impact than these other games. Uh, it was like a phenomenon for a few weeks. It's still going on, too. Actually, mm-hmm. the day that uh, the Game Awards was going on, it uh, released a new map. Oh, nice. nice. And it's still in early access. Yeah. Um... So let's see. Uh, indie game. Hades 1. It was going against Carry On, Fall Guys, Spelunky 2, and Spiritfarer. That's a pretty crazy lineup because those games are great. Um, but Hades, yeah, Hades just looks like it's on another level. I personally haven't started it yet. I've been watching you play it. It looks super, super cool. Um, the one that I think caught everybody was by surprise was this next one that was ongoing game where the winner was no man's sky and it was up against apex legends destiny 2 call of duty warzone and Fortnite. and i don't think anybody anywhere actually thought that (laughs) they were going to win even the guy himself didn't know he was taking a drink in the middle when his name was called yeah that's pretty shocking um, I'm happy that that game turned around the way it did because, wow, that was a horrible launch for them. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. Games for Impact, uh, uh, Tell Me Why won. It was up against If Found, Kentucky Route Zero, Spirit Fair. Fried Chicken. Yeah, and Through Darkest of Times. Uh, games for Impact, I think it's just like a cultural impact, you know, and Tell Me Why touched on a lot of uh, big issues in culture. And, I, you know, I mean, I guess it's a... Uh, I would I would agree. I I haven't played the only game on here that I played a Spirit Fair. Um but yeah. Performance was Laura Bailey for her role in Abby for The Last of Us Part 2. Yep. I'm never going to talk crap when it comes to uh the voice actors. I think they try very hard. Same with game developers. I usually find faults in their directors and management. So yeah. I'm I'm happy for her. I, I think Laura Bailey did a great job. I don't really like the character of Abby just because of, you know, things. Uh, but she did great. Yeah, yeah. No, the performance was great. Yeah. Uh, audio design was also uh, won by The Last of Us Part 2. It was up against Doom Eternal, Half-Life Alex, Ghost of Tsushima, and Resident Evil 3. I could see it. Uh, it was very like the atmosphere in that game, like listening into everything was super important. Um, so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, score and music, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, up against Doom Eternal, Hades, Ori, and The Last of Us Part Two. Um, I give it to it. Yeah, we don't have any experience with that, so 
No, Final Fantasy VII has always had phenomenal music. Well, yeah, I could only imagine like the updated orchestrations and stuff. I could definitely see it. Yeah. You know what? I should actually uh, reword that. Final Fantasy is like in general is what I meant. Yeah. Has always had phenomenal music. Yeah, yeah. Um, Art direction. Ghost of Tsushima. Well, one absolutely. Um, it was up against Final Fantasy, Hades, Ori, and The Last of Us Part Two. Ghost of Tsushima's world was fantastic. I loved so much, so many. It was beautiful. Yeah, um, I'm absolutely happy it, stunning. I'm happy it took home a couple awards. Um, this one, this next one, I have some some uh, difficulties with this one. The narrative was won by The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, I disagree. It was just your standard run of the mill revenge story. Yeah, I if I had to pick a game here, I would say Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, which was also a revenge story, but um It went about it better, I think. Because yeah. in Go in Ghost of Tsushima, you are a man who is very stuck in one role in his life. Like he yeah. follows a very set path and then over time he learns that there is this other path that is a better way to go about it. One of the lines that I think is very good in it is at one point a character says, you have no honor, to which main character responds with, and you're a slave to yours. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a whole lot better than, I'm going to kill Abby. (laughs) (laughs) And then at the very end of it, now I'm going to try and do it again. And still not. Yeah. And of course, for Abby's point, I don't even know what the whole point of hers was, except I'm going to help this family and be really bad at it. I'm going to try to justify my actions, but... Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to show that I'm not just a revenge-er, even though that's literally why I'm a hulking slice of meat (laughs) was specifically just to get revenge. Yeah. It was just revenge. Yeah, that's it. Nobody grows. Yeah. Except Abby uh, in the buff department. Yeah, she she, she puts on some, uh, she hits that protein. protein. Anyways, most anticipated game, Elden Ring won. I remember when this this was announced, I think this, I think this was the game that was shown off in the Xbox conference. I um, think so. Yeah. I was up against Halo Infinite, Horizon uh, Forbidden West, the God of War sequel, which is probably going to be called God of War Ragnarok, Resident Evil Village, and the sequel to Breath of the Wild. I would say I'm the most excited about the sequel to God of War, but I feel like Halo's hype really died down after its initial, um, like, gameplay reveal. Well, it Um, got delayed till next year, did you see? Yeah, yeah. And... And nothing else has really been shown about any of the idol, the other games. So, I mean, I guess it's uh, justified putting giving it to Elden Ring. Well, I feel that's more so because it's from software. And let's kind of be real here. Yeah. If you're a from software fanboy, it doesn't matter what <laughs> other games are on the list. It doesn't matter if Half-Life 3 was all of a sudden announced. Souls? Get your from software, boy. Souls? But born, but born souls. I want it. Born. Uh, best game direction went to Last of Us Part Two. Uh, it was up against Final Fantasy, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and Half Life Alex. Um, it also won Game of the Year. 
Yeah, yeah. We're, that was the only one that was left. Um, Game of the Year nominees were The Last of Us Part Two, Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII, Ghosts of Tsushima, and Hades. So for both of these, I would have given it to Ghost of Tsushima. I think Ghost of Tsushima is my Game of the Year. Um, the, yeah, like the just for them to introduce this brand new world and give you the character like these characters that you care about this like conflicting story. Uh, I think they did everything great. I got to the point where I got burnt out on the game, but I went back and I was still just glued to it again. Um, there's even more supported content that's already out that we could we could go back and play like play more. Um However, shout out to Hades. Yeah, for it's it, coming. It, it was only released on on the other consoles very recently, and for it to make the impact it did, yeah. Came out of left field, was nominated for Game of the Year, Game Direction, yeah. Narrative, Art Direction, Score and Music. Like, it got so many. Well, Supergiant makes, like, the... um. The voiceovers in that in their games and the music in their games are always fantastic. I'm happy like, they're like one of guys. yeah they're one of the indie studios that are like they really made it and they know they know what they're doing. But yeah, um, I think we are gonna have to push uh, Cyberpunk to next week, which will give me more time to play it. But we've been we are currently recording our longest podcast ever right now thanks to the Game Awards. Um, yeah. Yeah. Does that sound good with you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Guys, thank you for putting up with us. If you've been listening this long, please give us a shout out and let us know that you listened to this point. Let me know know if you want to hear me stop ranting and raving about things that upset (laughs) me. (laughs) And me just ranting, not even ranting, me rambling, because I think I'm the reason why we go on so long sometimes. So in depth, I try to go in things. Anyways, guys, <laughs> thank you for listening. Check us out on all of our social medias. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. I'm having Not a lot funny. of fun with TikTok. And uh, <laughs> and we have a website, tilldeathwillyplay.com. Um, Allie, why don't you tell people where they can listen to us, though? You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iRadio or something like that. <laughs> Anchor. <laughs> Oh, man. You can kind of see where I start to trail off because yeah. pretty much if you're not listening on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcast, I really don't know where you're coming from. Guys, you we should are, let me know. We are on Google. You type in our name. You find oh, Google out, Play. I forgot yeah. that too. Google you find Podcast. Out, you find out what works for you. You find out. And um, what was I just going to say? Um, hey, listen, listen. It doesn't what? matter what we're saying right now. The point is, as long as you have a place to listen to us, you are more than welcome to. Yeah, that's nice. That was very nice. Yeah. Um, God dang, I was going to say something important and I forgot. That's what I usually cause. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys. <laughs> I can't remember. That's driving. That's going to drive me nuts. Oh, no. Please just say your last words, final words, so I could yeah, rid myself of this brain fart. Um... Last of Us Part 2 won too many awards. I'm kind of glad that we stopped watching because it seems like we just missed The Last of Us Part 2 getting all of its awards. Yeah. And congratulations so. to the people for their e-sports stuff. We don't watch that, but I'm sure y'all are great. 
Yeah, you're really good at video games, guys. Better than us. <laughs> you do it for a living. And oh. you're usually like 10 years younger than me, which I don't like. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.